Okay, guys. Tell me, are cellos and basses just bigger or smaller versions of violins? I, I, um, I'm sorry to every band kid out there. Please. No, not even band kids, orchestra kids. Okay, Bro. anyone with who plays yeah. in orchestra kids make fun of that all the time. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, but the real question is, which is the real one? Oh. The double bass. Okay. Or the cello. That, my friends, is for up, it's up to you to oh, decide. Oh, quick question. Why do all the short people play the big violin or the cello? <laughs> what sense of per- superiority Australia looking, like, food, a, by the way. looking yeah. like a hobbit every time you come into orchestra? I worry for you guys. No, man. Imagine the power you hold knowing that you play this Oh, big yeah. instrument. They have strong backs, okay? They have insanely okay. strong backs. That I can give credit for. Okay, let's let's kind of get on topic. <laughs> All right, oh, sure, my banger intro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hello, guys. Is the 15th episode, and welcome. And 15? 15th, yeah, 1-5. One 1-5. Five. One five. So, I'm Sadia, and who do we have here today? Taylor. Sreya. Bavika. Hi, I'm Hershita. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. And today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories and hoaxes and maybe more because we tangent a lot. Yeah. We tangent a lot. It's embarrassing. Okay, let's let me start off the bet. Atlantis. How how believable do you think it is? Very believable, actually. Yeah. Uh, very believable. No, I think it's fair because there. We all know Pangea existed at one point, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The huge landmass. There's obviously chances that something like Atlantis could have existed, and we simply don't know. And not to mention, like, most of the ocean is unexplored. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Wasn't it recently that they had, they explored 5% more of the ocean? So now, from going from... 95% unexplored to like 90% unexplored. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. the progress. You got you got to be specific. Okay. The ocean is massive. How much and we keep rediscovering new species that get more and more inherently complex. <laughs> I actually watched this one documentary. Uh, what is it? On Netflix. What is it? The, the Nat Geo one. I forget the name, whatever. But they discovered this really cool species of fish with it's really long. It's like I think the tallest of the fish can go up to like 13 meters. Mm. Just pretty tall. I think a meter a meter is about three feet, right? Because mm-hmm. the yardstick and they all, sometimes combine it with the meter stick. I might be very It's three point something something. Feet. It's it's around three feet. Point is yeah. it's massive. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but the kicker is this fish doesn't swim horizontally to other fish. <laughs> it, it in fact is perfectly vertical. Yeah, it's what? called the oarfish. Wait, so it's like squished like this and tall. Wait, wait. Okay, okay. Should I continue? It's it's. I don't know how to. Like no, actually. <laughs> I, love how, I love how they're not gonna be able to see what we're, my, my hands we're doing, but we're doing them. <laughs> it literally hangs vertically, and the way that it swims is that it undulates its back fins, kind of like a wave, so that it keeps itself afloat. That's why they had um, side to side. That's why there's this entire like a theory, conspiracy theory, or whatever you want to call it, that when an oarfish 
is stranded on the beach or gets beached, it's a sign of um, impending doom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, because they're swimming up from the bottom all the way All the way up to the top. <laughs> I mean, that was the logic, but then apparently it got debunked or something. I don't know, but I thought I thought that was really cool. Like, see- So when Atlantis or like a mermaid gets discovered or gets like somehow beached, I think the internet would break. <laughs> <laughs> Every like mermaid, like Photoshop edit of a mermaid would completely go out the window. They would look like nothing. <clears throat> Personal opinion. I think mermaids would not look like the way that most like fairy tales imagine them. They would majority have fish-like features. Oh, yeah, yeah I completely mm-hmm. agree. Because if mermaid exists, you have to understand they live in a very deep region of the ocean. That's why we have not seen evidence of them. Again, if they exist. Not <laughs> yeah. They would just have more like bioluminescent features. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like anglefish. Like they have like mm-hmm. a yeah. light sensor. I think also they would have like more sharp. There'd be more of a predatory species simply because to survive there, they would also be probably incredibly killed. They don't get much sun down in the deep part. And you know, when people don't get sun, they become incredibly pale. I think, oh, well, my theory is from mermaids is that, you know how in most like TV shows and like mm-hmm. Disney or whatever, it's like half human part of it and the half fish part of <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. But I'm thinking the human part of it is not actually as human as we might think it is. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, the human lungs are not adapted to be in water at all because don't those shows usually show them like transforming so that their lungs Bruh. and all we're change? trying to be scientific oh, about it. No, yeah. i guess like the only human thing they would have is that they would have like hands instead of like fins but what would fish be doing with hands they have to use for hands <laughs> i mean really oh you have to also consider their eyes are probably they're probably near to blind you can't you don't have um, light for that deep in the ocean if they do exist they would have to use some other maybe sonar or something like echolocation echolocation that's yeah. the word i mean that's how that's how most sea mammals communicate in the first place and that's exactly what i was thinking because you have all these stories of sirens and like mermaids yeah. that can sing it is i think that could be true to some extent because Fun fact, sound is great, is conducted well underwater than it is oh, yeah. on land. Mm. Because in land, the gases continuously uh, shift the vibrations to make it sound diffuse. Whereas mm. underwater, the the flow of the water molecules keep it kind of uniform in a way. I'm no science nerd. Please don't quote me on this. It also just travels. If sound travels for longer and it's clearer under. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clear. Uh, not, I thought, I thought <laughs> you can hear underwater. No, wait, actually you can't. I mean, I mean, not to our ears. Yeah. Not to our ears, because we're adapted to hearing stuff in the air. Mm-hmm. We're land things, land creatures, <laughs> land dwellers. <laughs> but um, orcas, dolphins, whales, they have special shapes in their skulls, which allows them Kind of, it's the parabola-shaped skull which allows them to bounce back sound to kind of process it themselves and to send out uh, sonar signals to their kind. What would make them human at that point, though? Yeah, yeah. they're they're not yeah. human. I think they're yeah. yeah, they're not mermen. They're just mermen. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> our idea of mermaids is just like, I guess, 
based on like human kind of perspective but again a very human perspective yeah at yeah. the same time i do think there's something like these mythical creatures because the thing is we can't imagine stuff that we haven't seen oh yeah that's a good point yeah experience like mm-hmm. horses can see like more colors than yeah like the <laughs> colors are the ultimate. yeah yeah we can't imagine those so i do think that this idea of like mer- these fantastical creatures honestly mermaids mermen sirens dragons they all have i to feel like dragons can place. exist to some degree yeah. they're just in like the undocumented areas yeah. of the earth because there are places in on earth where where humans can't go to at all yeah that's mm-hmm. true yeah we keep yeah we keep finding species and 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 i think they're gonna start running out of names for them soon and so they're just gonna be like numbers Numbers. one one fish they're gonna name start naming them like elon musk's baby (laughs) (laughs) they probably already have some strange names yeah numbers. this fish is id (laughs) one zero nine four (laughs) four Once we leave the school, they're going to use it for the species. Wait. <laughs> I kind of want to see, like, Atlantis society from, like, a history perspective, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's some animal in Australia named an ahaha. <laughs> I feel like scientists are just naming them for fun at this point, honestly. You know what? They should. Good for them. Good That's for them. Fun. Have fun names, guys. Not that. What if my brother, he wants to be a zoologist or like some sort of animal researcher? If he finds an ugly animal and puts it under my name, I'm gonna find him <laughs> out where he lives. Okay, here's another one. Ay, ay. Screaming hairy armadillo. <laughs> wait, Someone wait. just wrote the first draft and said, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, but getting back on the idea yeah, of Atlantis, yeah. I do wonder how they ran their society. Because if they existed, they existed a really long time ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder what, like, power source they would have run it. How, how like, modern and very large air quotes, because oh. podcast <laughs> listeners cannot hear it. It could be either very modern or very tribal. We don't know. I guess they're intelligent and civilization is kind of weak. In that sense. Because, like, we just attribute, like, because of what we experience to be, like, as human, like, which is fine because that's to our understanding. But, yeah. Just, like, also understand that it could be very much, like, outside of our understanding as well and not be what we expect. Okay, we're talking about Atlantis, by the way. Oh, yeah. Atlantis. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I'm back. It's Rucha. Uh, Atlantis? What yeah. else? We're... We just started. We just started oh, discussing man. Atlantis. We decided, like, what what could constitute as a mermaid? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And how, through scientific lens, a mermaid cannot technically be human-like in any shape or form. Yeah. In, in shape, but maybe intellectually, I maybe guess. Maybe intellectually. That's good point, yeah. I've heard, like, I think my seventh grade teacher told me this, that their whole reason why mermaids are a thing is because these sailors, like, they they saw, like, something that looked half human, half fish, but it was actually, like, a seal or something. It was a manatee. Yeah, manatee, I've heard, but at the same time, I don't think they could have been that easily 
Yeah, because it's mm. a manatee and a human can't be that. Is there yeah. not? If you unless the sailor was that delusional. Yeah, and like unless you don't like see the you know the front part of the manatee, yeah. if you only see like the tail part. I kind of get it, but, but it's, it's the really human-like enough. part. Yeah. yeah, there could be like some like truth to it. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I feel like there is some truth. Like they say, uh, there's always a grain of truth in like a mm. bunch of lies. What about like fairies and stuff though? How did people, how did this stuff become a sort of, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my tree's press conference? Oh, my press conference. I have like two mics in front of me right now. Talking into both. Will it be amplified? When? I don't think oh, so. I don't no. know. It's just no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, what do you think? Like, how, how, like, do you think they're believable or not? No, fairies aren't believable, to be honest. They're not. They're not that believable to me. Oh, fair, yeah. I mean, they are, their whole society structure is based on the concept of insects, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, fairies is a thing that I could understand. People just made it up at yeah. the same time. I feel like the olden days, like, they didn't really have a name for, like, all the insects, so they just put them all yeah. as fairies. But it would be cool if they did exist. It, it would be cool. What kind of unsettling? Yeah. It would be very unsettling yeah, yeah, yeah. to do that. No, just imagine you're minding your business and then you accidentally squish Tinkerbell. <laughs> Ever so depressing. I'm sorry, guys. If you want more depressing, we can go into a fairy tale tangent. <laughs> no. Leprechauns are stupid. I mean, we're out here with the hot take. People today. do have strong opinions about leprechauns. About, who has a strong opinion on leprechauns? They look dumb. <laughs> Making leprechaun traps are also dumb because they get glitter everywhere. Have you guys heard of the... This is completely different, and it pops into my mind because it's the only conspiracy theory I know. But the Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I mean, that place I haven't, ha- I I haven't had Chuck E. Cheese pizza, but I remember because me and my friend when we were younger, we had a theory that like the Chuck E. Cheese like animatronic was made of dead children. And oh, I think yeah, we predicted. <laughs> but I, then I remember Five Nights at Freddy's existed. Exists, <laughs> so not that far off. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, whoever works as the Chuck E. Cheese rat, it, it must really need some some money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. I mean, anyone who does mascots. Oh, yeah. Anyone who does mascots. They're just desperate. <laughs> desperate. They need the money. Okay. So. Let's get into some actual conspiracy theories. Oh, really? Okay. Where do you want to start? Okay, this one's a little dumb, and it's inspired by, like, Treasure Planet, I think, the one with Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh wait. Treasure Planet? Was it National Treasure? I think it was National Treasure. Yeah, it was Treasure. National Treasure. It was National Treasure. Yeah, that was... That was that yeah, was it's where the Declaration of Independence was connected to the Illuminati in some way. Oh, wait, wasn't <laughs> that? I know that. I don't, isn't that the plot where they steal the Declaration of Independence? Yeah, yeah. and they, they and they take like a dollar bill, and then they see, have the all-seeing eye. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I don't remember what was the relation. All I remember is like they got like a uh, replica of the Declaration of Independence. I think they. I thought they got it. the actual Declaration. No, 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 they did, but they switched with a replica, right? Mm-hmm. In order to do whatever they. I don't know. I wonder who's on. dumb enough to do. You know what? I'll keep my peace. <laughs> okay, according to, um, I think Wikipedia, 
Illuminati is a name given to several groups, both real and fictitious. Historically, the name usually refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, an Enlightenment era secret society founded on May 1st, 1776. Ooh. Oh, that's like the day, the year of, mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. It, <laughs> Declaration of Independence, <laughs> which is in today's part of Germany. And it even, I I see like one source that says that Illuminati signs and symbols were everywhere in Beyonce's performances. Yes. No, but I, I feel like no one's gonna try this hard to make a secret organization or like Area Fifty One. I thought Area Fifty One was a joke. Honestly, no, it's a I, real I, thing. I, wait, really? We yeah. were researching it in adulting. Like it's a military base, right? We know that. But, but I doubt the government's gonna try so hard to like you know. I mean, hide aliens. I don't think it's aliens. It's something else. Like something that's else. not like not it's like probably that. heavy machinery or things. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. Air Force place. Actually, it's military, so just like you know, something serious, but don't know if it's like the point of aliens again, it's possible, but yeah. How are we feeling about Bigfoot? Nah. Bigfoot, any cryptids? Oh, uh, there was like somebody with big feet, <laughs> <laughs> somebody with big guys, feet. guys, guys, Slender Man. No, I don't want to think about that. One of my friends told me too many stories about Slenderman. Oh, no. Not like to the point of scare, it's just like, are, are you guys okay? <laughs> I mean, paranormal in general, what do you guys think? I feel like haunted dolls are 100% a thing. No, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like. Because yeah. like, I've seen like dolls move when I'm in the room, uh, and I'm just like, I don't want to be here to find out. I'm going to go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, because when I was younger, I had like this like really long doll. It had like a pink like American Girl doll dress on. Mm-hmm. And so one time when I was eight, I was like playing around or whatever. And then I see the doll who was like on the on like my wall, mm-hmm. just fall forward. <laughs> like like forward like this. I mean, yeah. No, like it was like straight, and then it just fell down. Like there was no wait. no air nowhere. The windows were closed. I was just like, well, that's weird. That that's 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 Ooh, concerning. That sometimes happens to stuff in our house because it's like a whole clock fell down in our house. <laughs> it was so like random because it's been there for years. Oh, I mean, could it like gave out? Yeah, it, maybe it like there's probably physics behind it. But <laughs> but, but here's the kicker of that story because when I went out of the room, it went from my bed the edge all the way to the ground oh, <laughs> and okay. here's the kicker my mom and dad were out and my brother was asleep so oh did you, did you put it in the attic get rid of it from your <laughs> i looked up a i looked up like a ritual to ex, 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 expel <laughs> demons <laughs> at the age of eight <laughs> on my mom's business computer oh okay. <laughs> i expelled the demon did I you think. use an ouija board or something <laughs> And write it in eight-year-old handwriting, okay? Actually, the this, whole shebang. My mom was like, "Why?" This reminds me of how I tried to scare my, my friend with the, my doll, because like the eyes move when like you like shake it around, and so I and he he was totally creeped out by it. 
Which kind of explains how Furbies are horrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Those are Even horrifying. The long ones, you know, like, I'm like, oh, oh wait, there's furby. this video on a Furby, like, with the spider legs. You should, oh, oh, I feel like I know what you're talking about. It's both, like, fascinating and just, like, frightening to me. It's, it's, I, I need to see that. You should. There's a lot of people who have long Furbies out there. Uh, why do you guys have, oh, this is, this is disgusting. Guess who's back? Back again. I have a dumbbell. I thought the door was locked. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we have the long Furby as our thumbnail? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you done? I need to search this up. What but, even is that? Um, what do you guys? What should we guys talk about? We talked oh. about Atlantis, fairies, leprechauns, Bigfoot, Slenderman, and now. And, and now dolls. we're talking about creepy dolls and Furby. And we kind of talked about Area Annabelle, 51 Annabelle, as well. Annabelle. Oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no, it's the most unholiest version of long cat, okay? Oh, yeah. Wait, like, oh, can I, I see your portion of this one? Oh, yeah. I found the spider legs one. Ah, oh, oh, that one! Oh, that one. <laughs> That's crazy. Imagine this coming up to you at night. Oh, I remember getting dude, there was this one curse like uh, Vaga, there was this one cursed Ganyu plush that you saw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I you were the one who said. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I remember getting a Kirby once from McDonald's. From a Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dude, my parents would never like, let me get Happy Meals. Oh uh, to be fair, there were never any vegetarians. Oh, so. yeah, there but they gave out like Pokemon cards and stuff at one point. Yeah, as a kid, of course. You're gonna eat. Are you gonna go for the burger? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's just the added benefit. I mean, that's marketing for you. Oh yeah. That's cool. I I got them. I got I got Happy Meals for the Pokemon cards and for the apples with caramel. Whatever those were. Dude, they should just make Happy Meals for teenagers, except it's like certain stuff. Oh, actually, I ordered a Happy Meal like a couple months ago. I got a Mario Kart toy. Yes. Did they remember doing anything with the BTS meal for mm-hmm. no, like was, anything? Wasn't that that just no? faded into obscurity? Was it uh, just a meal, but with the packaging in some places? Yeah. Uh, is it cute or was it the same price? Make it overpriced. I'm not sure. Oh, that's cheating. Cheese is melting. I literally sounds like ASMR talking about eating food. My precious. What do you what do you look like? What do you look like, Schmeagle? Schmeagle. I can't open my burger. Free bullying for hire. Who wants I can I can't open my burger. What is this? It's glued shut so you can't see the secrets inside. Treya Conspiracy. No. Please don't ruin my here's a conspiracy theory. Birds are um are like government spies. Government spies. There's no. spy camps, but spy then camps. I remember mm-hmm. a pigeon tried to fight me for food at like Santa Cruz Beach. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fuel, okay? It's I trying to fuel its batteries. Okay. That's why it's, well, they need electricity to fuel them. No, they need they need, they need batteries. <laughs> That's why they sit on power lines. They want them to seem dumb. Then why would they fight me for like my those like um cake that like um you know those like amusement park cakes where they like put funnel cake oh, oh yeah yeah why would they fight me it's for all funnel- just a prank. it's all just it's just a well can your boy mind. leave out my funnel cake <laughs> <laughs> no nah. but if they're robotic then where does the funnel cake go after they eat it they reject it 
It's a food processor. They just blend it and then it comes out as a smoothie. I'm sorry. Y'all ask. Y'all ask. I mean, it, this is why they. This is why pigeons poop everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's because their system can actually handle stuff. That's why they poop everywhere. It makes so much. Which is also, funnily enough, they say inhaling pigeon like poop fumes is really bad for you. What? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Isn't that bat poop? Huh? Isn't that bat poop? Not bat poop. It's pigeon poop. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it looks like unless, unless you know any bats with diarrhea, then. <laughs> I mean, I don't stuff still has oh, fumes, I guess. Yeah. No, it, the smell of it is just not good for you. That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun fact. No. A lot of things that smell don't have a good are not good for you. Fire has a smell. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My brother's cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crispy, crispy toast. <laughs> Anyone my brother's cooking cook. because bro tried to like cook like an omelet it was still runny <laughs> what is this wait, wait oh it's kind of oh. it's kind of dirty though what is it? i had a strange one too anyone can start only that toro bread would will finish thoroughbred <laughs> thoroughbred <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and so it's just a really obscure way of saying determined wait okay oh, yeah, anyone can start only the thoroughbred will finish oh, okay let's go wait enunciate the enunciate the thoroughbred okay we're talking about thoroughbred anyways let's move on to the actual no i you want to is it though? Yes. Mine Anyways. says an, unex- an unexpected relationship will become permanent. That sounds like a threat. It sounds correct. Like the school ones are normally like, shoot for the stars. It's only basic. Oh, right? Speaking of shooting for the stars. Speaking of shooting for the stars. Is the uh, moon. All right. Okay, the, the, the conspiracy no. theory is the moon landing fake. I don't believe that. Okay, no, I don't believe real. it in the slightest. At this point, it's, it's, not, real. it's not. Did it's you not. know that some people actually still think the Earth is flat? What? Y'all, mm-hmm. I feel like people do it as a joke. I'm for the so. community. I don't know. I hope mm-hmm. it's a yeah. joke. No, no, no. Mostly a joke. Okay, uh, as I do, I get bored and I scoured the the interwebs. Okay, and I apparently I discovered an entire site for the flat Earth convention i watched a youtube video of it I, I found the site and i don't i don't remember the url now i don't know if it's up still but point is people actually believe this like, no joke actually yeah i watched a jubilee video about this yeah me too actually. dude funniest <laughs> it's probably one of the best one of their best videos today. They were getting really emotional too about See, that's what the their belief was. The scientists were really like level-headed, being like, "Yeah, the Earth is round, and we have solid mathematical and scientific proof." Mm-hmm. Whereas the flat Earther was like, "Well, it's flat. It's flat." How do waterfalls work then? Do you... it's, it's, it's flat. They probably like... think what they can't see doesn't exist, but then no, they'll probably no. be like, "Air doesn't exist for somewhere else." No, like, um, I believing. think I have an answer mm-hmm. for this because usually um, rivers are connected to huge lakes, mm-hmm. and oh. those huge lakes have rivers that can like go through mountains. And so- yeah, it's River One Hundred One, bro. Yeah, some people here forgot River One Hundred One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
I feel like these flat er flat earthers. I feel like they're like the same people who say COVID is not real. Like there's so much proof, but they still say. There's so much proof, but they still believe it's the it government. For some yeah. It's the government. Uh, okay, they're like are they're like in front of Trump me. doesn't have to wear a mask. <laughs> no, it's just okay. One thing I could never understand is how masks are a political issue in America. I know it, it's a mask. It's to protect you guys. And also, <laughs> it also just hides my features, so I'm just amazed. Oh, yeah. And plus, like, um, another thing about masks is that, like, in other countries, it's like you know, mm-hmm. I guess more normal. Quote unquote. Yeah, it's more normal. It's something they do every day, and here it's just like. I guess it's something new, but wait, why do they want to show their face so much? Or is it they want to breathe more? Or... I'm like, <laughs> like, what is exactly the issue with yeah. wearing a mask? Ooh, y'all go tell them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's an episode for another day. I don't another know. Day. We'll, we'll leave I it guess at they're that. just like, they don't want, I don't want to be controlled the by the government. Okay, I kind of. I'm like, bro, why are you still paying taxes the... then? Why are you still paying taxes? Like, go, go, go the full way. Go commit tax evasion. We do not endorse. The- we do not endorse committing tax evasion. Yeah. We do not condone this. I condone it. Take, take everything we say with a grain of salt, please. No, no tax not evasion. With a with the bucket no. of salt. Okay, take this with a bucket no. of salt. We do not use this as advice. Ever. Yeah, fuck no. We're not finan- We're not government officials or financial advisors. Exactly. I run the IRS. <laughs> okay, back. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, topic guys. at hand. Where did backtrack? Where did we leave off on the conspiracy theories? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about? We were just talking about. Speaking of out there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's aliens. What do you guys think of aliens? Yeah, believe. Yeah, I, I believe. Um, I used to live in New Mexico, and there's this town that was like full, like on, like alien everything. Ooh. Actually, because I hear a lot of the weird alien stuff happens in, in New, Mexico, New Mexico, that area. At Arizona, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard of the Phoenix Lights phenomenon, right? No. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. You also heard of the cow crop circles thing? Oh. oh. Okay, how about we explain what the Phoenix Lights one is, though, to everyone who doesn't know? So, basically, the, I, the what happened was on the night, some night in... Um, like the dark sky of phoenix there was an entire array of v-shaped lights not v-shaped lights but like a v-shaped formation of lights that flew over new mexico Uh, sorry Ariz the town of phoenix arizona and people at first were convinced that this was like a really some really uh, secret military organization or something or the other and they're just testing out aircrafts but the weirdest part was that there were no military flights launched at that time. The The military base in the area confirmed it, that they didn't launch a singular fighter jet or even uh, other remotely controlled planes. So which then led people to believe that this could be, you know, aliens or something. It's like just this massive aircraft that just so happened to have a V formation of, you know, blinking lights that flew over the city. And what I find the most fascinating about it is how torn people are between the concept of it being extraterrestrials and it just being like um, a government like program or something. I, I, mean, I, I don't get why people are saying it doesn't exist when honestly you haven't seen 90% of the universe. Well, like you like, can't just say it doesn't exist. You can say maybe 
but you can't say it doesn't straight I, up. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it'd be kind of weird if humans were the only like I guess intelligent life forms. I know like, it would be form. weird if Earth was yeah. just the only place in the whole universe that's yeah. special. Yeah, there has to be like more kind of more variants, like more like <laughs> life forms and like just life in general. I know. Yeah, I think science itself—it's all about discovery. You know, mm-hmm. they using your five senses. Like you have to like see, feel, taste, touch, like all these five senses, in order to discover all these types of things. And there's a lot of things that science still hasn't discovered yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so I think maybe it's best to stay neutral. Yeah. Oh. But this yeah. Oh. But I kind of I also believe in the fact that we can't just be the only living beings in the world, you know? There's so many galaxies out there that can have their own Earths yeah, yeah. and also, solar systems. I'd like to point out that if we were to take the the possibility of being another Earth-like planet, in our current universe, a 0.01% of, 0.1% of the current universe could have habitable planets, which is way over a million planets. Mm-hmm. So... There has to be some form of intelligent life out there, but yeah, it, it begs the years. yeah, but it begs the question: if that is the case, then why haven't we been contacted yet? I mean, why would they want to contact us? Why can't we contact them? If no, apparently we did. You might we, be asking the same question. About exactly. Oh, that is true, actually, because um, apparently, I don't know if you'd consider this doxing. Even be- <laughs> NASA <laughs> sent out an entire like like tourist brochure to aliens about what to do in earth yeah, this is how that's, humans that's advanced advanced or whatever. this is this is earth's location this is how humans talk walk eat sleep where, where did they send it they, they i don't radio waves space what? i think i mean it somebody in the other planet might think it's just fake or something yeah they're like wait well, what's this <laughs> fake news yeah, it could take like millions of light years yeah, to get yeah. to another galaxy Speaking of concept is like sir you know how like certain mythical creatures like vampires and like mm-hmm. werewolves they could have the concept of being real oh yeah, that like is zombies. True. zombies actually okay zombies? like zombie apocalypse zombies are dead though the concept of like bringing something back to life is very I don't know. I think science is advanced enough to bring it to that point. I mean, but then through science, okay. Wait, I don't think zombies count as extraterrestrials because they're just byproducts of plague, Mm -hmm. which happens in our world. But I think apparently they discovered this strain of bacteria that was living on Mars, somewhere near the glacial caps of Mars, Mm -hmm. which leads me to believe that I think. Aliens, as we know it, they're not the little green men that we see or, like, the little gray dudes with the big black eyes. I personally think that each planet, when we think of aliens, it's not, like, a a mono, like, civilization. It's not a singular civilization that lives there. Yeah, just like Earth, there should be some form of, you know, biodiversity. Like, Mm -hmm. Earth has over millions and upon millions of species. And, And... Wouldn't they look like humans though? Cause yeah, uh, isn't yeah. like humans like best suited for Earth kind of like hands and. I mean that goes into entire topic of evolution, right? We evolved to be able to create with our hands and feet, and mm-hmm. the the greatest advantage of humans that we as humans have over other animals is the ability to have is actually not an ability. It's just the physical trait that we have over other animals is opposing thumbs. Yeah, we're able to hold and grab stuff. 
which also helped us kind of kindle the curiosity and which also led our brains to grow the way they are. Yeah. So the two uh, adaptive traits that humans have over other animals is the intellect and opposable thumbs. Oh, speaking of intellect, do you think vampires could possibly be real? I don't know, honestly. I mean, also also the upright posture, but then upright posture is not unique to humans. Yeah. I'm I'm looking through some parts of Dracula and like, yeah, that could be possible. No, birds. Birds are bipedal. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. They're kind of like zombies, though. Kind of. But but vampires are usually pretty intelligent. I don't Mm. know if... I don't know. Vampires? Honestly, like, I'd, the whole uh, yeah. world would be against them because they literally can't go into sunlight. So I don't know how they would exist if the world is basically. I think like, that's just true. a creation of like. Imagine. As the generation progresses, yeah. we're getting more and more shut-ins every year. I think vampires could be slowly introduced. Hey man, Japan has an entire. They have a name for it. Okay, it's called hikikomori or something. It literally means shut-in. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's mm. there. It's no, they're literally people who have never stepped outside their rooms for like five, like ten years. What do they do all day? I don't game, game, anime. It's, there are uh, some people allergic to the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people who are allergic mm-hmm. to the sun are also there. So it's because they have a special skin condition, mm. which allow, which um. I mean. <laughs> Technically, in that case, we're saying hello to our fans because <laughs> they have a special con- skin condition where the sunlight is too much for their skin to handle, and they can also not produce enough melanin in their skin to block out UV UV uh, mm. rays. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Do they do they have to like wear something particular to like? Yeah, they have or? to. They have to completely like cover up their cover body. up their any skin. Even so that, like their face and all. Yeah, that's why they. That's why in movies and stuff, you know how vampires they wear like these big parasol. They have these like big summer hats that cover oh, the yeah. entire face, right? Mm-hmm. And they wear sunglasses so the light doesn't go into their eyes or whatever. And finally, yeah, how do you see? Because you need light to see, though. I think the vampires, the way that they would be able to see, would be kind of like how bats see. Echo like echolocation. You mean owls? Oh, yeah. Like echolocation, they could just uh, tap their feet. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, I saw this like documentary on like Barcroft TV about like this blind boy and how he uses echolocation to navigate. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so yeah. he just like taps his feet oh. to like see his surroundings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Toph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably Toph. Oh, Toph yeah, we from should. Avatar. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll continue. See you next time. In a few seconds. folks hello and welcome to another installment of the mustang studios podcast yeah i'm the new rija i'm kidding i'm <laughs> i love you anyways introduce yourselves please again but are we continuing all right this is nice uh we came back from a break i got lunch at the time so i don't know what's going on all right <laughs> Okay, let's get started. Let's start with a where, topic. Where do we leave off on, actually? Actually, 
I don't know where we left off on, but how about we talk about the whole like thesis conference in 2016? Oh, how, yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I hate clowns. No, I'm scared of them. I don't like them. This was in third grade when this happened, and it scared me. I mean, wasn't the whole thing where like there were a bunch of like grown like grown adults dressing up as clowns and like killing people or something yeah. or the other? And yeah. there was also this like one urban legend of the creepy clown statue. Have you guys heard of that one? No, I have not. Oh, okay, so basically there's the whole story. I don't know. I, this could just be like a big fat myth. The story goes that there there was this one family that bought this one clown statue for whatever reason. I don't know. And they kept it in their basement, conveniently enough. It's always basements and attics, okay? <laughs> and their daughter one day went into the basement again for some reason i do not know why and wanted to just like kind of mess around with the clown statue you know as kids do and then when she turned her back the clown statue would move towards her that's that's not creepy at all not in the slightest glad you noticed what do you mean it's not horrifying in the slightest did the kid not tell her parents I have a quick question. When did clowns become creepy? Because I noticed even in like the 90s, Stephen King's It had like a clown character that was scary. So I'm, yeah. So I'm not sure when, when clowns became like a scary motif. That is a good question, actually. Like, why is it that we have, there's an entire um, phobia associated with clowns? For those who don't know, it's called colorophobia, the fear of clowns. It's a thing. In the same way people are scared of spiders, of dark places, trypophobia, little holes, people are also scared of clowns. I mean, in the technical sense of, I guess, of your job, that's not scary, but again, it's like, I guess, it's more like a typical or general, like, assumption with the appearance, maybe, that can be scary. I just feel like, like they have, they're, they just feel like their reputation has just plummeted. Imagine dressing up as a clown and just scaring kids off to your job. I don't think that what clowns are. I don't think that's what clowns are hired to do. (laughs) I mean, now the new term for clown is idiot. (laughs) We use that as internet slang. It's like a, I guess, a type of evolution. Evolution. An evolution. Evolution. The evolution of clowns. It's a linguistic change. Yeah, yeah, like an evolved version of the Decker. I guess for the sake of entertainment, but now it's kind of I don't know. I know, it used to be entertainment, because you know when you go to Circus Circus, yeah. there's clowns everywhere. Yeah. They're great. They're great performers and stuff. But then uh, in the back of your head, you're like, oh, there's also the same people who dressed up as clowns and murdered people. So that's also in the back of your head as you watch these shows. And I'm just like, oh, this is great. Basically, in 2016, yeah. I mean, I never was really like, scared of clowns. But 2016 kind of, like, pushed that, like, to another level. Because, like, it was kind of like, hey, what if this happens in our own town? Oh, dude. Like, you know, I don't want to go out and see a clown (laughs) being... We had a whole assembly about this. Like, we had a literal warning about killer clowns. What? (laughs) Really? Wait, where? Here. In Abnantino High School? 
No. They were like doing like the casual like before on Friday when we were having like Halloween weekend. They're just like have fun, stay safe. And the killer clown thing, no sharp weapons, no other things like that. And one of the costumes that was banned was like clown costumes. Oh, I no, thought it was pretty stupid. I think that was that probably what might have been the same in Bethany. Okay. I mean, this goes back to the whole topic of like what well, clowns were originally designed to be children's entertainers, but how did they become this motif of fear and like horror or something? They're weirdly happy. <laughs> oh, actually, no, you do bring up a really good point. I mean, it's also Pennywise that really popped, that made the the creepy clown kind of popular, right? Because it's a, it's like an interspecies, like a demon, an interspace demon clown. That's what Pennywise is, isn't it? Yeah. That reminds me of that really creepy It 2 trailer with the grandma running through the hallway. What? I thought there was a second it. Yeah, I, I never watched it. I heard it wasn't that good though. I, yeah, I haven't watched the first it. The first one is really good though. You should watch it. Yeah. But anyways, we deviate from the topic. Oh, okay. Something that, oh, oh, okay, wait. So something I wanted to talk about, because we were talking about, like, Atlantis and stuff, so I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about an actual, like, thing that happened, and it's the whole Roanoke mm-hmm. colony. Mm-hmm. So the disappearance of the Roanoke colony. Yeah. So does anyone here know about it except for us two? I I guess we're gonna explain the story then. Yeah. You're gonna start? Go ahead. Okay. All right. So basically, Roanoke colony was actually one of the first colonies here in the (coughs) North America, and it was in like late 1680s. Yeah, I wouldn't say North America, but like the English, one of the first English settlements. English, English, specifically English, yeah. English settlements, like modern English settlements in the 1580s or so. And there was this whole thing and where the governor went to England or something like that to get supplies. In was 15- it John Smith or the... John White, I think. Oh, yeah, John White. I keep seeing John Smith from the Pocahontas <laughs> movie. I don't know, man. No, okay, so in 1587, he went to England or somewhere near there to get supplies for the colony because they wanted it. But then two years later, in fifteen ninety, when he came back to the colony, they disappeared. And except so it was like abandoned, there was like no like human remains or anything, like a mass grave or whatever. But they were just gone. Yeah, they were just gone. And the only I think thing that was like left there was the word cro Croatoa or something yeah, like that. Croatoa. Something really cryptic, basically. Yeah. So the, there were a lot of like theories as to being like, oh, there could have been like a massive like plague or something, or they could have been killed off by Native Americans in the surrounding area. But that doesn't add up because if there were no mass graves, no bodily remains like bones or clothing, the like garments, or maybe like petrified uh, weapons or something. I mean, if they did bury the body, they would have. There would have been some sort of sign, right? I think the more like logical explanation about it is that they like left the colony because, like, again, the reason why the governor left the colony in the first place in 1587 was to get supplies, right? But where would they go if they had no supplies? I mean, yeah, I think one of the theories I 
heard is that they like were taken in by native tribe and mm-hmm. then assimilated into their culture. Yeah. Uh, the theory is that they killed off all the guys and they they kind of took all the women and children and just kind of I don't say bred them but like assimilated them into their culture. Which could then also kind of make sense of why the people could have still been there, but living in a different place, and they completely abandoned the colony altogether because there were better opportunities elsewhere. And, like, again, the carving of Kota could have been, like, an indication of that. Like, hey, so it's kind of, like, not a complete out of... It, like, not out of, <coughs> but in your face kind of thing. You're just kind of in your face, like suddenly like people you know they're gone kind of like staking a claim in a way calling I, dibs i guess i mean, uh, I mean I anything is possible anything is possible way. right yeah, yeah that's about that's that's one way there's gotta be some like record of this event like, but there isn't though yeah. there isn't something. though that's the weirdest part you think something of historical accuracy would have some sort of documentation yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah, it's a, it's a really big mystery. Like For that very reason. Yeah. Because this is something that actually happened. It is the founding of Jamestown in Virginia, all these English colonies, is a part of legit American history. Yet this is the one part of history that for some reason we just faded into obscurity. We do not know anything about. Just people up and just disappearing and then the words Croato are just being left behind. There's no sign of mass graves, no buried bodies, no weapons, no clothes, no... Uh, food apparently was just left there. Just They just left. Really. Apparently, that's what I heard. I don't know how true that is, because <clears throat> then it would just make things even weirder. Yeah, because if they just went to, like, the Native Americans, why would they just leave their food? Yeah, why would they leave their food, their livestock, Midway. <laughs> yeah, they can't. You can't just leave essential supplies and just go somewhere. Like, it just doesn't make sense. We should just leave, <laughs> and they just leave. Their food is like rotting, and there's probably like cockroaches infesting their home at this point. Like, yeah, they just, they just leave. That that can't happen, right? It, just, it doesn't make sense. also i guess like supernatural ways if you're like more like i guess if you're more like aliens like, I, I don't know but like I, hey man some of the theories are like it's aliens if you don't know it it's just aliens Hey man, they they literally could be aliens at this point we're we're probably aliens for all we know we we'll you never know. know we'll never know Runky aliens, that's what we are. <laughs> yeah, we're monkeys. Without tails, and we stand upright. <laughs> that's, we don't like bananas. No, that's just a you thing. You don't like bananas. Bananas are great. Okay, I don't know what banana... Come on. Are we going to start this argument now? Are we going to start the debate of bananas now? Down and never, you know? I eat bananas because my, my coach tells me to because it helps with friends. So, oh, yeah. see, bananas, good for you. It's from evolution, okay? 
cryptids and all that and the mysterious and stuff. Exorcisms. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tyra. Anyone watch The Conjuring as a kid? Or is it just my dad? (laughs) I just listened to my dad. I know I watched The Conjuring, the first one. I I could kind of get like the scare appeal, but it was not that. It was not scary. that scary. Yeah, CGI was pretty good though. Not gonna lie, I'll give him that. But apparently, the real Conjuring story was even more horrific than the movie. Yeah. It was so bad that they actually had to de-escalate it to an R rating. Like the movie or the real life? The real life event. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let there me was an entire. Sorry, go on. Apparently, there was this one interview with Andrea Perrin, one of the living relatives, the living uh, experiencees of the Perrin family haunting, which is the story of the conjuring. They lived in this kind of really dilapidated old house. It was a, not old, sorry, I wouldn't say dilapidated even. Apparently, it was a really beautiful house. They lived in this house, and then uh, really weird stuff started happening, as with most hauntings. But the person most affected by all of this was their mom. Which made things kind of weirder in the sense that their mom started having episodes of like learning really archaic English words. And she had episodes of just kind of being out of it. But then also speaking in tongues in a sense. Like really old English. Like you never hear this in modern English. It's something you'd hear if you lived in like in medieval England before the French took over. Oh, Levels of archaic oh. English. But what was even more alarming was this, the presences that were in the house. Because one of these presences was like a kind of an imaginary friend to one of the parent girls. They were a family of five girls, one father and a mom. And Andrea Perrin was, I think, one of the elder children. So she had to take care of all her younger sisters. And story has it that one of the younger Perrin sisters had an attachment to this one spirit that lived in a closet. Yeah. I feel like my I feel like maybe my retelling is not doing it justice, but but there was also one thing their mom kept repeating a name they kept repeating was Bathsheba they kept repeating the name Bathsheba and the reason being is that apparently when this house before this house was constructed a lady by the name of Bathsheba Herman lived in that land and she died near the house before it was built no, okay, this is a thing though. Like, I mean, could it actually be her or is it something like I think the hauntings might have been exclaimed. Like, it was like, it was rumored that she could have been a Satanist who's probably had access to like the spirit medium. So that might have been the case. But there was also another story of Bathsheba's execution being unfair in the sense that she wasn't an actual witch and she was just a misunderstood lady, you know. And. The reason why she was executed as a witch or whatever is because she killed a baby by pricking a needle in its neck. But that's the thing. It was rumored that she was the one who did it. We don't have any actual proof. There's no concrete proof. 
people just believed that that was a story and they just kind of ran with it, I guess. And then they just I guess, but we don't know the yeah. real history, right? Yeah, we can't travel back in time to see this lady Bathsheba. But what is also even more uh, creepy is that whenever people are in the conjuring house, they sometimes feel a sensation of being pricked, as if they were being pricked by a needle. In the same way that Bathsheba Herman was accused of killing a baby by pricking it with a needle. And then there's also a story of like seven soldiers being buried in the walls of the house itself, which still just adds on to the creepiness of this entire story. One event that kind of changed the way, I mean, as if this wasn't already creepy already, one event that completely changed the way that Andrea Perrin told her story was an event where she saw this uh, near demonic apparition approaching her mom as they slept in the the downstairs bedroom so think of it this way andrea perrin was on the top floor of the house kind of looking down in this weird paralysis state where she couldn't move she couldn't talk all she could do was simply witness what was going on downstairs and there was like a bed or something where her mom and her dad were sleeping and she saw this uh i'm trying my best to recall the way that she described it like this pale a gowned figure with a disfigured neck. Yeah, a crooked neck. This is important to know, actually. And hair that covered her face. And she saw that this figure had no legs. No feet. Nothing was touching the ground. And she was slowly inching over towards the mom's side of the bed. Slowly and surely, and she saw some sort of claw-like thing come out of her hand, as if her nails were like claws. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll speed the story up a little bit. Uh, point is, uh, the figure left her, the mom after that, but after that, she could not sleep alone at all. She had to keep the lights on every time she went to bed. But even then, with the hauntings in the house, the lights would just flicker on and off at times. And there was rumored to be, like, a full-on, like, portal to hell in their basement. (laughs) And some people say that Crooked Neck Lady was indeed the spirit of Bathsheba Herman. Because she was hung by the noose, right? Which, incidentally, involves choking someone by hanging them by the neck. Just, yeah, it's always a family. Oh, let's just live there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, do they not learn? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not like not to be like rude or anything, but it's usually white families that do this. <laughs> no, actually, it's kind of true though. You don't hear Indians walking into like haunted houses. Yeah, they, if yeah. anything, we we look at like house direction. My yeah. dad is like emphasis on house direction. If it's not a certain way, it's facing the sun. I don't want it. Hey man, Pujari's word is law, okay? If the house door has to be facing east, we're gonna find a house door that faces east. It's We don't make the rules. And also, if we ever buy a new house, this is actually, I think, a really, like, just a good practice in general, is to do what we do a Bhumi Puja in, the, in a way to settle the, the energies of the land. It sounds kind of like, I don't know, hogwash to some people, but 
the reason why I say this is important is because think of it this way. Every place that you go to kind of has an energy, right? Your goal is to make sure that the energies remain neutral so that whatever your energies come into that land, it's not interfering with the existing energies, which is why we do pujas and whatnot. We like settle the land down before we build the house on top of it to prevent that happening. We don't want another Bathsheba 2.0 in my house. I don't think, nah, that's not happening, bro. No spirits are coming to this household. <laughs> and also, it's always houses that I notice ghosts haunt. They don't haunt apartments, man. Because uh, one of my friends, because like when we were younger, there would like be this like show and tell. And they're just like, oh, I went to a haunted house. And I, when I was like six, I was asking the teacher, why don't they haunt apartments? Because I lived in an apartment at the time. And I wanted a cool ghost story. And she's like, I don't know. Okay, Jimmy O. Yang said it perfectly in one of his uh, bits. It's like, hey man, if you're a ghost and you're haunting, if you die in an apartment, you don't even die a homeowner, man. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you die with nothing in your assets, dude. You just basically die with, like, your with your landlord still breathing over your neck for rent. <laughs> that is true. That's, dude, that's a terrible way to go as a ghost, honestly. I, I That's why I'd rather haunt ho- If I was a ghost, I would rather haunt houses than I would an apartment, because what am I going to do? Apartments seem lame to haunt, bro. What about cruise ships? They would be so... There was also this... Yeah, Queen Mary. There was like a really specific story about one of them. So apparently it was this guy... Let me look it up for a second. Um, Queen Mary... Yeah. So the story... Queen Mary was apparently one of the best warships to ever, you know be dispatched during the cold war is it cold war or world war ii i don't remember but during one of the major wars of the world the queen the queen mary it was regarded as one of like the best fleets that america the american navy had dispatched at the time it was so good at what it was uh what it was meant for that uh they had a bunch of like planes on top of it it was a battleship basically they had an entire deck um, made for like fighter planes and like tanks or something or the other and yeah a general military stuff and they also had like submarine ports and whatever it was really decked out for a ship um, but it says here it's used in like during world war ii i mean that's a ship mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a tour ship or a ba- troop ship. a troop ship okay yeah, a military ship basically but then after a while once the world war ii was over the dust has settled uh, it got refurbished into a luxury uh, liner, kind of like the cruise ship, as we know it. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, a lot of people died in the World War II on the ship itself. So, the, it's rumored that their spirits never got settled and the energy still roam about in like the hull of the ship where this horrific accident happened in like the engine room. Where a bunch of like, um, sea like sea bo- oh what is the the young sailor guys I don't know what they're called but like uh it's like young like teenage boys who start training as a sailor or something in the military uh some of them got into a really bad accident in the react in the engine room and they fell into the engine apparently and they got caught up in the turbines yeah and it's rumored that their ghost still lingers in that exact engine room. As if they were still working in the ship. No, 
See, that's the thing about these ghost stories. They're either like really, really vengeful, or some of them are just there. They're vibing. They're having a good time. <laughs> there's a thing about like um there's a certain room in also the queen mary it's called um state room b340 oh yeah yeah there's that one it it apparently has the largest volume of reported paranormal activity with many of the guests who are like touring the ship right now have reported the largest amount of paranormal activity and these re- reports date from like 1967 and they include comble- complaints from guests staying at B340 claiming that someone was knocking on the door in the middle of the night, turning the bathroom lights on by themselves, the sink faucet turning on and off, and unexplained bathroom doors shutting. Oh, there's also some guests have reported the covers of their bed being pulled off while asleep and walking to see a dark figure standing at the roof of their bed. At the foot. But I also hear there is this one benevolent spirit in the Queen Mary who tucks people in as they sleep, which I thought it was really sweet. She may be a ghost, but at least she's like a caring ghost. Like sometimes when your covers would be unfurled or whatever, she just kind of ironed them out and then just kind of tucked them into bed. Maybe get like a goodnight kiss or something and just go. <laughs> How do you think they felt it was going on? Like, imagine there's this, you're sleeping and you just feel this weight pressing next to you as if it were sitting next to you. If you were fast asleep, like deep sleep, I don't think you would have known it would happen. But when you're sleeping, you're still kind of in that, you know, awake, you know, awake, sleepy kind of stage for quite a while before you hit the deep sleep. So that's how they felt all of this. A little weird ghost story of when I was camping. <laughs> I love how everyone just tensed up. It was like a cabin. It was like a really bad cabin too. Like we got bed bugs. And so I was like sleeping or whatever. And then I just feel this like, um, I just feel like something next to me. And I just thought it was, like, my brother for a second. But then I remember he's sleeping with my parents on, like, the lower part of the cabin. And so I it was, like, hugging me or whatever. It's creepy. It's creepy. So I'm just like, oh, God, turn around. No one was there. It was like it was like there when I was like in that sleepy awake stage, but then by the time I woke up, it was gone. But in that situation, would you guys open your eyes or just try to go back to sleep and ignore the creepy presence? I tried to go back to sleep and ignore the creepy presence. Yeah, because honestly, if we're gonna, I don't know. Ghosts are weird, man. <laughs> Shreya, yeah. you gotta put the most horrifying night of my life like that. I'm sorry, but honestly, yeah, that sounds. 
Change schedule to cast schedule. Honestly, they should. Chris, wake up at 10 30. That'd be so nice. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm so used to like Lassie's schedule. Same. Just like wake up early, but just chill until like 10 or something. My dad's like, oh, you're wasting time for two hours. I'm like, this is therapeutic. I know. (laughs) Having that extra time in the morning. That's some self-care time. Time for myself. Time for myself. No one's starting homework at that time, though. Are you guys? No. No, because, like, some people, especially my parents, I don't know if other parents are like this, you're like, oh, all the other people you know are so intelligent. I'm like, mate, no. No. They're just as procrastinating, just as much driven to procrastination as I am. I'm like procrastinating on my portals right now. It says BTS heart, BTS symbol. And <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Based. Based. I don't call that based, bro. I mean, I think they might be congested too. So. I don't know. I don't keep up with them as much. Scrambled. As Scrambled. Yeah, but, but fake love, dope, good stuff. Your wings are always the best. Oh yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. I mean, that is a song that kind of skyrocketed them, literally catapulted them into the Western sphere, right? Now, what else do we have? Um. Oh. Okay. Um. I'm a messenger. My water bottle. Do not shut us down, school. Um. Our school sucks so much. They don't care about anyone. <laughs> and why do we have only five illness absences? That's so stupid. First, why don't we address this one? We'll get on to the next okay. one. Okay. Um, no, the one that we were just talking about. Oh, the one that. Um, I mean, yeah, it is kind of weird that you have five unexcused illnesses. I, I don't know. There could be loopholes to this too, but. I don't know. It could also be depending on the situation that you're in. So it it really depends. Um, Honestly, they need an unexcused absence for mental health. Mm. I guess, but then there's also people who could potentially abuse that, right? Then there's, but that's the thing about mental health. There is no way of confirming or not confirming someone that has a mental health problem, unless, of course, you are a clinically trained psychologist, psychiatrist. You know what is truly uh, a symptom of any or mental. Yeah. Anyone a pro, basically, if you're a professional, you know what is true, right? <laughs> Bro, my mental health more. Anyway, let me read this one. Disclaimer. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> It might be weird. It might be weird. It is weird, actually. (laughs) I have a crush on Molly Iceberg, and she's so fine. Wanna gobble, gobble her up. If you're gonna talk to a girl like this, please leave. (laughs) Yeah, don't. 
What is Molly Iceberg? Have I asked a question that shouldn't be asked? I guess. Why is he like a student at school? Or if it's like a... Guys, we're not a, we're not a dating site, okay? We're all painfully We're wings without feathers, basically. Are we mad? No, we're not. No, no, we're here no, to. No, we're. Oh my god. We talked about killer clowns, for God's sake. We talked about crooked neck ghost demon ladies. We're not cupids. If you want ghost feathers. stories. No celebrities Molly it could also be a pen name. Yeah. Not a fake um, name, but like. I'm looking up who Molly Iceberg is, but all I'm getting is pictures of icebergs. <laughs> Y'all have a crush on icebergs now? People will simp for anything. No. No, someone please explain to me. How are people... How is the internet fawning over this man who looks like he hasn't showered in, like... Three years and probably crawled out of my mom's basement. <laughs> he probably needs a Lectapro more than anything. I don't know People simp for bare minimum when on the internet. <laughs> yeah, the one who don't bathe. <laughs> the ones with the eye bags. Levi has eye bags, I just realized. Levi Ackerman. Oh. You did yeah. not realize that? No, I, I'm just like remembering now that he has eye bags and he was the heartthrob of the century. <laughs> yeah, when Attack on Titan went, when it, like in 2013, oh, oh, man, everybody was all over him. He's still taller than you, man. He's taller than you. It's only because he didn't sleep. Fun fact. That's why he should sleep. Oh, no, actually, though. I have an idea. Do you think for a special episode we could do a tier list? Uh, of what? Anything. Dropbox, your time has come. Please suggest us potential tier lists. <laughs> you can, like, put, it, put the video on YouTube. Ooh. Like, a, like a little behind the scenes. Like a little like behind the scenes with the tier list. Yeah, does everyone have Discord here? I have Facebook too, but and we're not gonna give away the usernames for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's personal, though. Mhm. Oh yeah, the last one. Who says favorite moments of the school year? So, seeing you guys. Yeah. Being with friends. Yeah. Honestly, just like counting the days to get out of here. We won't see each other again, bro. No, no, we better keep up. We better contact. Yeah. We have like internet communication for a reason. Just log on every Friday. Every Friday. And like, or what? What's according to our class schedules? Is that is that all the Dropbox comments? All right, that is a wrap. It's end. So again, if you guys have anything you want to say to us, you can email the club at. MHHSMS at lamasolusc.net. Give us a voice message on Anchor. Fill out the Dropbox 
physical form, or you can go to our physical drop box which is located on. If you want to see us make a tier website. list, actually, please send us some ideas in the drop box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please drop us a message there. We're open for any suggestions. Maybe a little unhinged too, because I I want drama, I want entertainment, I'm bored. Yeah, send send us some send us something, just send us something. Yeah, and also follow us on our Instagram for updates, which is at MAHS Mustang Studios, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Because this is where we might post a tier list video. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll if, there. again, actually look good for once, what the heck? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, a, it's a surprise, surprise, we don't know what we're going to do. You guys, again, send us send us suggestions, bro. We'll just send us suggestions. And again, the channel is also called Muslim Studios. And also add our podcast to your Spotify player. It's all linked on the anchor. Okay, bye everyone. Peace. Bye.